0: Hello there, and good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning to the P40 Ministries podcast. And I hope that you had a fantastic Memorial Day yesterday. The weather around here was super nice. It was about seventy degrees and sunny. It was the perfect weather for barbecuing, and that's what we ended up doing with uh, my husband's family. We barbecued, and it was a great time. So let me know what you guys did for Memorial Day yesterday. Send me a message on P40 Ministries and we can chat about that. I'd love to get to know all of the listeners of the P40 Ministries podcast. So if you ever have anything you want to talk about, whether it be a prayer request or you just want to start a conversation, please just go to www.p40ministries.com contact and you can send me a message from there. But let's go ahead and read the Bible this morning. Let's read Matthew chapter 25 verses 14 through 30. We're going to be talking about the parable of of the talents today. So grab your Bible and your cup of coffee. Let's go ahead and start reading. For it is like a man going into another country who called his own servants and entrusted his goods to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. Then he went on his journey. Immediately he who received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. In the same way, he who also got the two gained another two. But he who received the one talent went away and dug in the earth and hid his lord's money. Now after a long time, the lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. He who received the five talents came and brought another five talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have gained another five talents in addition to them. His lord said to him, "'Well done, good and faithful servant. "'You have been faithful over a few things, "'and I will set you over many things. "'Enter into the joy of your Lord.' "'He also who got the two talents came and said, "'Lord, you delivered to me two talents. "'Behold, I have gained another two talents "'in addition to them.' "'His Lord said to him, "'Well done, good and faithful servant. "'You have been faithful over a few things. "'I will set you over many things. "'Enter into the joy of your Lord.' He also, who had received the one talent, came and said, "'Lord, I knew that you are a hard man, "'reaping where you didn't sow "'and gathering where you didn't scatter. "'I was afraid, and I went away "'and hid your talent in the earth. "'Behold, you have what is yours.' "'But his lord answered him, "'You wicked and slothful servant. "'You knew that I reap where I didn't sow "'and gather where I didn't scatter. "'You ought therefore to have deposited my money "'with the bankers, and at my coming "'I should have received back my own with interest.' take away therefore the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents for to everyone who has will be given and he will have abundance but from him who doesn't have even that which he has will be taken away throw out the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth this is another one of those parables where I think that Jesus is kinda talking about producing fruit We've been talking about that a lot, and the more that I'm reading through the New Testament and Jesus' words and his parables, the more I'm realizing how important fruit is to Jesus, basically producing fruit in ourselves. And what I mean by that is basically the fruit of the Spirit, which Paul talks about. He says that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, patience, patience, perseverance. I can't remember all of them. But Paul talks about the different fruits of the spirit. And If we have the spirit we will be producing those kinds of fruits we will gain in love towards other people we will gain in uh, perseverance and gentleness and patience towards others and all sorts of stuff so the fact that Jesus talks about fruit this often is just very important to Jesus and it should be important to us as well because Jesus placed great importance on producing fruit because if you have the spirit you will produce fruit. And if you don't have the spirit, you're not going to produce fruit. And Jesus warns about that again and again and again, that when Jesus comes again, the second time, those who don't produce fruit are like the tares in the wheat. And I'm getting into a lot of different parables right now, because I, I've talked about all of these many times before in on this podcast. So the tares in the wheat, just to refresh you guys, the tares were a type of weed that that would grow in the wheat. And these weeds were garbage. They looked a lot like pieces of wheat, but once they became mature, they were nothing but a weed. They were absolutely terrible. And so these weeds would be taken out of the wheat and burned. And Jesus talks about that being a parable as well. So even though someone might pretend that they are a Christian, look like a Christian, act like a Christian. They might not be a Christian. They might look like one, like those tares did in the wheat field, but they are not pieces of wheat. They're not producing anything. And so Jesus talks about, time and time again, taking those tares and throwing them in the fire when he comes back again. The people who pretended to be Christians, who pretended to love God but did not actually love God. Jesus talks about these people a lot. And here's another parable about this. It's just, to me, it's it's mind-boggling how often Jesus talks about this. So this is a very, very important issue. And this has to do with the people who are within the church. And that's what a lot of Jesus's parables have to talk about, is the church itself, not necessarily the people outside of the church but the people who are pretending to be christians these are the ones jesus keeps talking about he is saying to them stop pretending and start doing and so this is the parable here of these talents now i've talked about talents before and a talent back then in jesus's day and age was a unit of measurement and this talent typically meant 75 pounds of a precious metal so 75 pounds of gold would be a lot of gold and many uh, other versions of the bible instead of saying talent actually say bags of gold but these would have been more like I don't know, bundles of gold, in my opinion, big old giant bags, because, you know, 75 pounds of gold is a lot of gold, in my opinion. So these, these bags of gold or these talents were very very valuable and a person that had a talent back in Jesus's day would have been a, a rich man would have had a lot of money And so the fact that this this man who Jesus is talking about in this parable, this master, he is a very very rich man. the fact that he has all these talents that he can give to his servants. he is a very rich man and so this this master it says here that he was about to go on a journey. And Jesus starts talking about this in verse 14. There was a master that was going to go to on a journey to another country. And so he called some of his servants together and entrusted his money to them. And he said to the one, he's like, here, I'm going to give you five bags of gold or five talents. And then to another servant, he says, I'm going to give you two bags of gold or two talents. And then to the last man, he gives one bag of gold or one talent to the last man. And so the interesting thing about this is many people like to say that um, these, these people were given these gifts, but in actuality, they weren't actually given these gifts. They were entrusted with the master's money. This money was not given to them so that they could just have it. This was entrusted to them. So we have to think about that when we're going through this parable, because this money was not given to them. There was no reason for the man that had the five bags of money to be over the man that had the one bag or the two bags or something like that. That wasn't what this was. This was just the master entrusting his money to his servants. This did not belong to the servants, so there should have been no jealousy between the three servants because this was just the master's money who he was giving it to. And, you know, this is very similar to how it is now. You know, we've all been given something from god that we've been entrusted to take care of and god gives us these you know talents (laughs) it is interesting that jesus here uses the word talent to mean like a bag of money but nowadays a talent means like a special ability that each of us have god gives us these talents nowadays and we are supposed to use them for god we use the talents that god has entrusted to us to produce fruit within ourselves and within other people. So it's, it's a very interesting correlation how Jesus uses that particular word, talent. And yet in English, a talent could mean a very similar kind of thing, something that God entrusted to each of us. So anyway, it says here that the master gives the talents to his servants and he goes away. Now immediately, the man who received five talents goes out And does great things with his master's money and produces even more money. He produces another five bags of money because he must have been a very wise servant. He must have been somebody who his master entrusted greatly to hold on to his bags of money, basically. So this this servant was extremely uh, productive While his master was gone and produced another whole five bags of money for his master on top of the other five bags that he was already given. And so then same thing with the man who received the two talents. He went out and did so much work and produced another two talents for his master. So he was also very productive with what the master gave him. So it it does say here one other thing I want to mention before I get on to the one Uh, talent guy it says that the master gave the servants each according to their own ability so that first servant that had the five talents must have been a servant that this master really really trusted and he knew that he was that this servant was very wise and productive and would be able to gain more money with more money and then the one with the two talents He also was a productive servant, but maybe wasn't as skillful in certain things, but he was still given a lot of money. And was, that servant was able to produce great things with the money that his master entrusted to him. But now this one man here, this last servant, gets one talent, which is still a ton of money, but yet the master gave this last servant, it says, in accordance to what this servant could do. So since this servant maybe was more of a lazy servant or more um, was more unproductive than the other two servants, this master only entrusted him one talent but this this servant could have done a lot a ton with that particular talent but instead of going out and being productive and not being lazy it says that he goes and digs a hole in the earth and and uh, basically buries his master's money now when the master comes home from his long journey he talks to his three servants, and the first servant's like, look how much I produced for you. I I took your money, and I made even more for you. And so the master is very excited, and he's like, good job, well done, good and faithful servant. And he's like, I am so joyous. I want you to share in my joy. I'm going to give you so much more than just five talents, is what he says to the servant. He's like, I'm going to give you so much more. And so he says, Come and share in my joy. Just be joyful with me. And so the master is extremely happy with that servant who went out and used his money productively. And same with the two talent servant. This servant comes up to his master and he's like, look what I did. I I took your money and I made even more money. I have four talents now. And so the master's like, good job. You did so well. You are going to share in my joy. I only gave you a couple talents, but now you're going to receive so much more for your product and for everything that you did here and so this is what the master says to the two talent person and I want to mention that he gives the person with two talents the exact same amount as the one with five talents at this point in time he gives that servant the same exact response as he did to the five talent servant so this this servant that only got the two talents still received just as much as the one with the five talents at this point in time and so after this the master is extremely joyful and he says come and share in my joy you're going to just you're going to be with me you're going to be enjoying everything that i give you share in my joy but then the last man the last servant comes up to the master and he says I knew that you were a hard and cruel master. So this is a great way to start out this conversation with God. (laughs) So this servant comes up and he's like, you're mean and cruel. And I knew that. So because I was scared of you, I decided to go and hide your talent in the earth. And here, you can just have your money back. I don't want anything to do with it, basically. So this master is really mad. And I would be too. If I entrusted my money to somebody and he was a jerk like this and he came, comes up to me and he's like, you're mean and cruel. Here, have your money back. I'd be like, excuse me. I just gave you money. So, I mean, the master is not wrong in his response here. He says to this servant, he's like, you're lazy and you're unproductive and you should be ashamed of yourself. And he's like, if you knew that I was mean and cruel, if you were so scared of me, why would you go and hide my talent in? In the earth wouldn't you go and put it in the bank so at least I could get some money in return and get interest from that talent but no you weren't afraid of me at all you were just lazy and you went and hid that money in the earth because you didn't want to work and you are blaming me because of your laziness and this is what God is saying to this particular servant or in this parable the master is saying to the servant then he takes that talent from the unwise servant the lazy servant and gives it to the servant that was the most productive, the one that had gained him five talents, and he gives that talent to that man. And then he says, the reason I gave it to the man who was the most most productive, he says here in verse uh, 28, or I'm sorry, 29, he says, to everyone who has been given... He will have abundance, from, but from him who doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away. And that is the explanation he gives as to why he gives the man that had the most even more. Now, if you look at this in a different version of the Bible, in the NLT version, it actually reads like this. In verse 29, it reads, To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given. And they will have an abundance, but from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And like I said, I love the WEB version because of what they did with it, what how they made it completely in the public domain, but sometimes it is a little bit hard to read. So when you switch over to the NLT version, which is much simpler, you can get a better understanding of what the master was talking about here or what Jesus was saying here. And basically, the one who is the most productive, Jesus basically says, is going to be given each. Even more in the end, he is going to be given a lot because he was the most productive with everything that I gave him. And that makes sense because the man who did receive five talents was the most productive to begin with. And he used that money in the best way that he possibly could and gained the most money for his master. So the master takes away the talent from the unwise and lazy servant and gives it to the one that was the best, the most productive with everything that God had given to that man. And so this parable kind of ends here with the master throwing out the servant that was unproductive and lazy into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus is giving this parable, like I said before, as a picture to show that The things that we have been entrusted by God need to be used. We need to be producing more. We need to be producing those fruits of the Spirit. We need to have the Spirit of God inside of us and not just pretend that we are Christians. Not just go to church every single Sunday and, you know, just... Act like we like God and everything, but not do anything that really pleases God. We need to actually use what God has entrusted to us and produce more. And at that time, when Jesus comes back again to judge the earth, he will go through and judge each individual person for what they have accomplished here on earth, if they produced that fruit of the Spirit, if they used wisely the gifts that they were given from God, the gifts that were entrusted to them, or he will judge them harshly if they just pretended like they were Christians and did absolutely nothing. So we have to be on guard I think Jesus talks about that a lot. We have to be on guard. We have to be watching for Jesus's return. We talked about that on Thursday and we have to be producing the fruits of the spirit. We have to be using what God has given us for the betterment of the earth. Basically, we have to go out and do the great commission. Everything that Jesus tells us to do, we have to preach the gospel to every single creature, even if it is a hard thing to do. And we also talked a little bit about that on Thursday as well. So this is just a warning that Jesus gives us. It's, a, I mean, he continually gives us warnings very similarly in nature about making sure that we are on guard, we are watching what we are doing, and that we are producing. That is, I mean, Jesus talks about producing all the time. We have to produce the fruit, we can't be a tear in the wheat field. And so that's kind of the end of this parable and we will talk more about Matthew 25 and finish out this chapter on Thursday. So join me then at 6am, but also join me tomorrow at 6am for an episode out of the Old Testament. I do Old Testament episodes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and the New Testament episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So join me every morning at 6am to go through the entire Bible with me. And if you liked this episode, make sure to not only rate it five stars, but also share it tell people about it. Share it on your social media platforms. Let people know that it exists because if you share it, you are also spreading the word of God. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening and God bless.